0: Good night good night oh that was a really cold opening it's harsh
1: matches our weather
0: (laughs) did we break a record or not
1: i thought we did all for the amount of snow on this date Yes.
0: yes i don't know for the state though um somebody might have beat us um in a little town somewhere 107 years ago or something but I don't trust their their rulers were different back then So
1: they were (laughs) on the the, not the metric system but
0: (laughs) the ultra standard (laughs) they got the king's foot of snow back then
1: the king's Ah. nose
2: Ah, the nose
0: nose speaking of noses how's your nose I got a little sinus thing going on well you
1: were saying that
0: it's my autumnal... Uh, I think it's because you have you know, the heaters on more and stuff like that. Dry air or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I gotta remember to turn on that humidifier um, doohickey in my furnace.
0: Yeah, I don't have one of those. Ne- next time... Ne- the next time I get a heater, I'll uh, put that one in. Uh-oh. Give me your... He's being, he's being
1: summoned. I'll cut this out.
2: Wrong! You're listening to
0: episode 53 of Time to Leave and Here's a Song with special guests John and Phil. Oh wait, they're the hosts, hosts John and Phil. Anyway, thanks for listening and there are no special guests, but you're a special guest. Thank you for joining us this evening.
1: <laughs> oh, Sure. <laughs>
0: i i don't know how many times we've said that and haven't too many uh speaking of too many what are you drinking
1: uh yeah why not right um i i am drinking partially in honor of the the movie i'm going to talk about later um talisker single malt scotch 10 year old talisker yeah you heard of that one
0: not unless you mentioned it and then
1: I forgot I, I, I thought maybe I had this a while ago but I'm not Should sure be. it sounds kind of familiar but. Um, yeah it's a island isle of sky area so it's kind of up in the northern islands um, it, okay. it is a it's a peat, peated kind of rough sea tasting scotch it's not. It, it, it doesn't sandwich. have a ton of smoke. It's not like Lagavulin or Laphroaig.
2: Right.
1: It's different. dub but it does have a lot of peat and salty, pep, salt and pepper almost. Is sometimes I get oh. off of that. It's it's got a zip. Wow. Okay. And, but there's a little like bit of that. That vanilla sweetness underneath it.
0: Sounds good. It's
1: it's a, a classic uh, single malt Scotch. A lot of. A lot of people are familiar with it. It's one of the, the more famous ones. Um, I remember a time many, many years ago when I first tried it. It was just a little too intense. I think I was more used yeah. to the 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 milder, uh, non-peated sherry ones like McAllen and things like that. Sure. And this just came off a little too as too powerful.
0: Well, taste you taste buds change and you get more acclimated to different things. And, I mean, I couldn't even drink scotch a long time ago. I would be like, Ew.
1: "No, no. I mean, it, it it's really crazy how how your tastes change and the more you the drink it, I you could probably argue that it just kills off more cells. <laughs> <laughs> so so you need stronger stronger whiskey to make <laughs> an impact, I don't know.
0: Well, I I've, I've heard as you get older, not just from drinking, but in general, your taste buds Kind of you, kind of lose them. So you want spice your
1: stuff. No, I Maybe. I think there's something to that. Um, on, it helps. It. The, this the, another great thing about this, and this is the ten year old. They they make a number of non age statement versions. That some of them I've had, which are not as good. But this one is, well, it's ten years old. Forty five point eight percent ABV, mm-hmm. which is a pretty healthy amount for a non cask strength. Yeah. I mean, your average your average single malt is 40 or 43%. Well. Wow. Mm. It must be these a tiny bit
0: more. No, you said 10, 10 years. It's 10
1: year, which then. is good. Wow. It's not super amazing, although there's a lot more younger stuff out there like the Wee Beastie. Yeah.
2: Right. The Wee Beastie.
1: And it's so funny, you know, aging. We're, I think we'll we'll talk about this more on our next episode when we probably get into whiskey quite a bit. We have we have a guest tentatively booked to come on that we're going to talk booze with.
0: Another another whiskey uh, nerd or geek or aficionado, know, yeah, think, something there like you that. Go. We'll All the above. Say that.
1: But I, I think the climate. Matters also in the amount of years that it takes to make whiskey oh,
0: I've heard, I've heard mature. That. Even I've heard that. I'm not a
1: it, it, whiskey. Fan. I mean that that's obviously why. Because it's like
0: hotter, like in in, in India or something. India
1: is the the prime example of how you can went faster. You, yeah, it, it it matures much faster because of the temperature swings. And Gandhi. Yeah. Did <laughs> Gandhi drink? Probably not.
2: He barely ate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's terrible.
0: (laughs) I I, one of maybe this could be cut out, but one of my earlier jokes was uh, Gandhi farts and says, "It must have been something I didn't eat." Oh,
1: that's oh, that's an old one. It's terrible.
0: (laughs) Oh, you've heard that one before.
1: Unfortunately, I. I
0: think I made it up. Anyway, well, we'll edit all this out. Okay, now we're starting.
1: Okay. Hi, Phil.
0: Hi. <laughs> One, two, three.
1: What are you drinking?
0: <laughs> I should never go after you. Well, I'm drinking. <clears throat> well, I did get a scotch. I, you know, I, I, I chickened out because I was at the liquor store and I thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a different, different scotch because normally I, you know, i I got scotch by scotch or I got Cutty or something. To go with the soda, and I thought it's winter, and I, you know, I'm got to plow this snow. It was this was even yesterday, and I thought, oh, I'll try something different. But you know, I I just all the names blur together. I should be taking notes when we talk, and uh, I wasn't at, I wasn't at uh, the liquor. I was at my corner liquor store, which doesn't have a huge Scotch selection. So I just got a cutty again, which is I don't know what that is. That's Two years.
1: I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's easy on the nose. Cut Cuddy is. <laughs> I don't know what the you know because it's got it, it, because it's a, a traditional blended scotch. It's combination of grain whiskey and malted barley whiskey. I'm guessing the malted barley whiskey is at least three years old. Sure. I don't know. It could be younger on the, the grain part. They don't really have yeah. to tell you.
0: No. But it's an easy drinking scotch as it says. And I don't even know who knows where what region that comes from. It could be from all over the damn place. I don't
1: know. Yeah, that cutty usually has a more I mean it, it it's got a bright almost citrus fruity that kind of thing i remember it correctly yeah,
0: it's, got a, it's got a tiny bit of smoke too i think not a lot Anyway, yeah so they pr- they got.
1: probably in the blending they probably put a touch of some other uh peated whiskey in there just to give it that and that that's what they do in a, like johnny walker too
0: sure oh you know what i almost bought and maybe that would have been more interesting but jane walker have you heard of that mm-hmm. Or a genie.
1: A I've seen it. I've never, never had it.
0: No, is that like a one-off? Is it? Is it scotch for ladies or what? Well,
1: it's. I. I think I haven't read up on it, but what I understand <laughs> is it, it's a version of Johnny Walker, but it is. It's. It's got a got a lady on the front cover on the sure. front of the bottle, and I think the the blender, the person who comes up with oh, the formula, oh, yeah. is a woman.
2: Okay, good. There should and be more so, yeah, they industry.
1: probably have better senses of taste and smell. I, <laughs> and I, my like my wife definitely taste. does.
0: <laughs> I don't know about her taste in men, but no, Walk,
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> walked into walked her into that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was as bad as the Gandhi joke. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, okay. I think we should wrap this up. Okay. No, I'm getting.
1: I'm <laughs> I I actually. Um, yeah, I would be really interested if you if there was a good price on the the Jane Walker version to try that. I, I
0: yeah, I almost did. It w- it wasn't. Uh, I, it was not a good price at this place. But
1: I remember a c- that it it had a a noticeable increase in price over say the Black Label.
0: Yeah. Oh well.
1: It, it might be good, idea. but.
0: Find it. Say I was looking at the stats and the yes. episode 50, our season finale of that uh, that season is our most listened to the, what was it, Duran Duran hands out the cookies mm. that was our most listened to, uh, I think our most listened to episode ever
1: I think people just haven't gotten around to 51 because it had the quiz <laughs> That that deserved higher ratings than 50 <laughs> I, I
0: would think so. I mean, I, in my mind, oh, the song—I like the song, but episode fifty wasn't. I don't know. Maybe they just because it had Duran Duran. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I wonder we if got, people searched, stumbled across <laughs> that in a Google search, and were really disappointed.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We and then and now we have a listener in Austria. Hello. I don't know how to say that in Austrian, but is that German?
1: Yeah, it's German. <laughs>
0: Fine. Good evening, our friend friend in Austria. Hope all is well. As well.
1: <laughs> so there. Yeah, that's true. I I was um. Yeah, we had all the snow. I arranged my schedule so I didn't have to go into the office, which was great. Uh, I had the privilege of being able to stay home all day. Yeah. Um, I it's decided to 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 not. Clear my driveway. Yeah, figuring it would melt, and it pretty much did.
0: Well, I did plow last night, um, kind of at the three-quarter point in the del- deluge of snow. I, was, I wonder how many inches of rain that would have been if it was rain. That was crazy. So anyway, that yeah, was yeah because yesterday. it was very it was heavy was snow, octo-
1: like a like a it was October. like a March snow.
0: That was October. Twentieth, yes, it was that. Really reminded me of March, though. You're right, mm-hmm. but why? Well, I don't remember having that kind of thing. I mean, I remember the first year I moved out to the Twin Cities area, we had the infamous Halloween blizzard, which which was nothing like. I mean, it was much worse than.
1: I, I hear people here so, talk about that all the time, and I think I that was right before I moved here.
0: Yeah, it was like the year before. So I, I missed out. Oh, you missed it. No, it was. It was uh, yeah, that was something. But you well, know, the, the, the people was on TV
1: too. news still talk about it, and I think the, <laughs> the NPR weather people still talk about it too.
0: Oh, that, it was. World it was a, a major weather event. So that was before global warming. Not really, but before they talked about it. Mm-hmm. So, so there you go. You can't have global warming. Why is it snowing?
1: Yeah, it's Sorry. cold. <laughs> as I've said before, I that's why I prefer the term <laughs> climate change. Yes. Because it's not always going to get warmer. <laughs> ah. So, there you go.
0: What else? Boy, this so let's see. There's so much going <sighs> on right now. It's, it's it's too much in the in the, the world like David Lynch refers to it as the the energy in the air but uh it's it's uh, there's uh my my mind is just overwhelmed with so
1: Phil can I uh, stop you for a second there um yeah are you using your good microphone or are you on your mac uh
0: i think i'm on okay. my good mic
1: double check it's you feel like you don't sound your normal robust self
2: oh no what happened
1: unusual i'm back oh there that's that's much better Oh no now what <laughs>
0: okay now we'll start now what happened that that never happens i stopped i even stopped checking i used to check every time
1: i never trust this stuff
0: well no. i guess it was because i had a reload call recorder what the hell i don't know fine i'm back okay we'll start now uh
1: uh what uh, <clears throat> you're
0: listening to time to Lean, and here's a song episode 53 with john and phil uh it's going to be a very exciting episode and uh
2: i hope you enjoy it uh i i know i will i think i'm
0: already tired out we're, we're recording at uh, three in the morning today no not really I got my good mic, but I got nothing good to say.
1: <laughs> now, what did you say? Say we had, yeah, we had a technical problem, and well, Phil was talking into his tin can-sounding mic. Yeah. My bi- Do they make cans out of tin still? Or is that <laughs> a misnomer?
0: Not in this country, I don't think. So, Steel can. I say a Steel guitar. Alum, no. Aluminium. I've been kind of... Uh, Wiped out lately, I guess. I've been going to bed like, well, I'm sort of changing my schedule, my work schedule. I started when I go in on site, I go in a little early so I can make sure to connect with the student employees and that kind of thing. So I've been getting there about six thirty, and and uh, so maybe that's part of it. But it's, maybe it's just the colder weather or something, or my age, or COVID, or I'm out of shape. But I've been, I've been like going to bed like at eight thirty. It's like, ugh.
1: Well, there's a reason that the the morning public radio coverage here starts at 4 a.m.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that is. I feel bad for those people that have to start. Can you imagine working, starting work at four? I don't know.
1: I mean, they start broadcasting at. Oh four. yeah,
0: so they have to get there by <laughs> so three. you're there probably. at
1: probably three or something. Yeah,
0: you got to get all ready and you know have a couple of have some coffee.
1: Oof. Yeah. It's almost. You might as well just say you work all night.
0: Wonder if they just stay up. No, that's too late to stay up. I don't know. I'll we'll get Kathy Wurzer on, and we'll. She's a Minnesota Public. She'll talk radio. about. It. I'll talk to her about waking up. She's that a early.
1: public radio institution.
0: She might. Uh, she might have an apartment in that. Building, maybe she
1: oh down at the NPR headquarters. Yeah, I
0: mean she's been there so long. Maybe she has a suite of just like her a condo or something, and she lives there.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that sounds sounds like the life, doesn't it? She
0: takes the elevator down and does a show, and she's done.
1: Fine. I swear, like the you know they have the weather report people that have their little segments for two minutes or whatever, and they talk about the forecast. Meteorologist, no chief meteorologist Paul Huttner.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's to...
1: or who who I hear is a great guitar player. What? Ah,
0: we should yeah. have him on.
1: Uh, a friend of mine apparently has met him. Okay, <laughs> and he's got a fun but voice. They, they they say they're 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 reporting in from what they call the weather lab. I think it's just their house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm recording this podcast from the podcast lab
1: exactly
0: we could say that
1: from the whiskey lab
0: <laughs> 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 well what so so you were you want to talk movies you there's a movie one of your dad's
1: movies oh there's there's a couple I, i'm gonna mention yeah
0: are you ready for that uh, now i
1: I, w- I went on a bender and watched a few <laughs> yeah
0: it's a good time to go on benders i know that
1: yeah
0: and not with movies. Um,
1: the first one I'm going to mention is this movie called The Jesus Rolls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it came out uh, last year, I think, but it's on. It, they just put it on a streaming service but because of COVID. Yeah. And it's this really peculiar sort of spinoff to The Big Lebowski, which is a personal <laughs> favorite of mine. I, I had never heard of this. A minor character played by John Turturro called The Jesus. The Jesus. Nobody fucks with the oh. Jesus Mon. That's what he, he likes to say. And the weird thing is it's it's an Italian guy playing a Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. <laughs> um, but... The the thing about it is is that that it, it's not really like the Cohen brothers film in in its tone. None of the other people from the Big Lebowski are in it. Well, didn't he write it or something? But John Turturro adapted it oh. from a French film made in 1974. Oh, okay, about about some guy that gets out of prison and kind of goes on a road trip and stuff.
0: No, oh, a road trip movie with
1: with a with a friend of his, and they meet people and do stuff. And
0: oh, that's a, a good road trip uh, premise.
1: Good, a, a well-established uh, <laughs> genre of movies, right? The the criminal road trip, is, right?
0: Is are there road trip uh, road trip western? Is that one of the the trail the horses?
1: Well, is that is, so? Would that be like the pioneers and the covered wagons? Is oh, that, are those road trips? Yeah.
0: You know, in a way I was thinking that one, I think it was I think it was classified as a different genre in that book you were reading, but mm-hmm. um True Grit is kind of is kind of a horse trip movie, wouldn't you say?
1: <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. I, I don't even of course that book was written in the early nineteen seventies and I'm not sure the road trip film was really a thing then.
0: Yeah, well there's on the road.
1: He needs to come out with a, a new edition.
0: When was On the Road written? By uh, was that Kerouac?
1: Oh, yeah, Jack Kerouac. Yeah, that's 1950s. Yeah.
0: See, that was a road trip book, Mm -hmm. wasn't it? I haven't read that. It was just beat beat poetry. Just a trip. Fine. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Back uh, to the the Jesus the Jesus incident. No, that's that's (laughs) the Frank Herbert book.
1: I I would like to see a film with the the character of the Jesus in the Jesus incident. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I would, I would pay to see that.
0: <laughs> Phil Hunter adapts the Frank Herbert novel with John Turturro. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> um, the the thing about this is, if you were expecting more Big Lebowski tone, uh, you might be disappointed because it's kind of different. <sighs>
0: I That what a weird idea. He just took it the just character. Has a different tone. He just took the character and put it in kind of a different, different circumstances. Yeah, I think. I think different he, movie. Maybe
1: my my theory, and I, I don't know if this is true. I think Totoro came across this uh, early, earlier work and liked it and wanted to adapt it, and the only way he could sell it oh. to get it made was to repurpose the Jesus character and put it in there
0: could be or somebody said hey why don't you have the Jesus character okay
1: <laughs> yeah who knows I, I just I it feels like I mean I'm not saying it doesn't work necessarily but it seems really disconnected in tone sure and it doesn't I mean the only besides the the character being saying some of the same things and acting the same and having similar wardrobe and hair <laughs> <you know. laughs> So he has the same goofy look as he does in the Big Lebowski. In the same ball. And ball there's wiper. one scene where they go bowling. Sure, you got to do that. Which, which is what you see in the trailer. So it makes it sound like it's really oh my, a follow-up uh, or a spin-off. It's kind
0: of misleading.
1: And I, I feel like it kind of is. And I, I, I went and went on Letterboxd.com and and read some reviews of it, and I think that's a lot of why people didn't like it there.
0: Um but. Part of that was just marketing,
1: not knowing what to expect.
0: Yeah, some of that was just a marketing.
1: It, it was definitely not marketed accurately. <laughs> he must
0: have gotten permission from the Coen Brothers to do it, though.
1: Yeah, they're acknowledged somewhere in the credits, <laughs> but they don't seem to have had anything to do with it. Otherwise, no,
0: it might have been better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, hard to say. I've never seen the Coen Brothers make sequels. No, I or don't see them. Their stuff. I don't
0: see them doing sequels. But maybe I don't no. know.
1: No, it's just that that's good for them. Fine. So that's one. I I don't, I don't know if I recommend it or not. I I enjoyed it actually, but I think if you have the right expectations, it's okay. And Totoro is good. Oh yeah! And actually, the whole cast sure. is really we'll good.
0: Well, go in with no expectations, and it is probably a pretty good yeah. movie.
1: Exactly. So um, I'll give that a, a an okay recommendation. A
0: thumbs almost up.
1: <laughs> yep I, we, we both liked it um speak and then the other one that kind of ties into the Talisker i'm drinking <laughs> is a 1949 film yeah. called whiskey galore oh which i had been meaning to see for years and i finally watched it the other day yeah okay and it's a um, I think you've told me about it quite a while ago.
0: and I i, I think I it have. Sounded. It's one that my dad really liked. Yeah.
1: And he had, I know he looked for it for years because it was kind of hard to get a hold of. And I think he finally got a crummy copy of it. <laughs> but uh, they a few years ago, they finally put out a really nice Blu-ray of it. Oh. So I went and got it and figured, well, I know he really loved it and it sounded fun. So what the heck? And the story of it is it's during World War II. And it takes place on this remote island in Scotland. Ah. Oh. Where the people on the island have run out of scotch to drink. There's no whiskey. Sad. And and things are just really miserable and all that stuff and it, it <laughs> And it's during the war, so they they have And it's during the some, war.
0: So it's not. it's yeah, not it's through... just that they didn't have scotch. I mean, no, the no. War of course, it's in,
1: in the war, and they, 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 everything's rationed. All so I think right. that's the, okay. the idea. <laughs> um, and there's a war, and, <laughs> and so, and they've got these military guys stationed there to kind of keep the Germans from showing up or whatever. Yeah, because you never knew. They're, they're not exactly the A team. <laughs> But and keep in mind, this is a comedy. It's made by the Ealing Studios, who oh, did all those Alec Guinness. Yeah, movies I was and, gonna.
0: I was wondering if it was that studio.
1: Yeah, it's the same. Has some of the same feel to it. Okay. Um, so what happens is is a cargo ship is passing through the area and gets stuck on the rocks, and is going to sink. And the crew abandons it because you know the ship's going to sink. Yeah in a storm and the locals get wind of it and find out it's full of scotch. <laughs> and so they, they row their boats out there to grab a whole bunch of it. Sure. And so I would, even if there do. wasn't they, a they, war, they, they, they hide it. And the, what happens is, is that the, um, the, the little tin pot, uh, captain or whatever, whoever the military guy is on the Island, Gets wind of this and decides he's going to put a stop to it because it's not proper. (laughs) Can't do that. And so he he can't really make any traction on it. So what he does is he calls the taxing authorities and and tells them about it. And they they want to come and seize it because, you know, you can't have that stuff. It's (laughs) so the local the the townspeople are all trying to figure out how to hide all this stuff (laughs) while they're. Authorities come looking for it. Well, <laughs> so they can confiscate it. Hide it
0: in Ralphie's cave.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ralphie probably would have a, a shack a, on that a place. A bunker. It's just, it's just a goofy little movie, but like it's, a farce it's so of. funny. It, it's very much a farce. Sure. Like the one of the reviews, that, the <laughs> one sentence description of it is harrowing drama about Scottish people's reliance on alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and and really it, it's not far off on its description because all, everybody is miserable no. before they get a hold of the, the 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 whiskey there's there's a man who's like dying you know of some illness and you know the the doctor I really wish I could give you some whiskey and oh if I could just have one dram <laughs> <you know, laughs> before I die and all that and and once and when the whiskey shows up he he drinks, the doctor brings him some scotch, and he gets better. <laughs> oh, of course. And, like, there's these two couples that want to get married, these young young couples that want to get married, and they can't get married if there is no alcohol. Oh. And so their romance what? is on the line and all that stuff. Their romance
0: stuff. is on the rocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, literally. <laughs> it, it's so funny. I, I just really, oh. <laughs> really liked it. <laughs> Very very good natured and, and okay. funny and oh, I'll, some I'll check it thing. out. It
0: sounds like something to take your mind off other things.
1: Oh absolutely. Yeah. It was great for that. You get to see lots of bottles of old old scotch.
0: Oh yeah. That would be fun.
1: Lot lots of uh vintage Johnny Walker red label bottles.
0: <laughs> no Jane Walker.
1: Not in the forties. No.
0: Not until the <laughs> just recently
1: well so yeah i'm but the 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 ladies drink quite a bit too in this movie (laughs) good for them it's not just not just the old guys and yeah there's even a scene where one of the one of the the young guy's mother is who doesn't approve of the woman he wants to marry and she she's very (laughs) very sour natured and everything like that sure and she she kind of when they're all re- having their party and everything there there's glasses of whiskey everywhere and she takes one of them and it 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 just like she she has a new attitude. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's pretty bad, but it it definitely it very much much a farce. She
0: she's not she wasn't she didn't get meaner like a mean drunk at least. She get none
1: of them were mean drunks. I'll say she that She got less sour. You you could say it's a very rosy <laughs> <laughs> Rosy look.
0: cheeks, rosacea. And look. Well, I actually so. watched The movie too. I uh what? I haven't watched I don't watch things. That's a long running thing here. Other than gardening shows. But I watched uh
1: <laughs>
0: Night of the Living Dead. Uh I had never seen that.
1: Oh good Halloween choice. I
0: guess. Sure. I had never. The the original? Yeah. Yeah. George Romero, Romeo.
1: (laughs) Cesar Romero? No, George Romero.
0: (laughs) And it was, uh, so it's, I don't know. I can't remember what year it was. Is it it the first zombie movie ever? Well, maybe not. I don't know. I didn't do any research. But uh, it it was interesting. um, It's black and white. And
1: I mean,. Yeah, it's
0: made in the 60s right uh, ah yeah, yeah 64 or something i don't know but uh it's uh in the women characters aren't great but it's it's, it's dated in in that kind of thing but um it was interesting because the, the main character really is a african american guy and uh i i think there's a race element to this movie I'm not, I, I didn't do any research on this. I'm probably not the only one that ever thought this, but I'm just kind of wondering if there's uh if there's a state, because you know how science fiction and uh, other things use that genre to get, get across other, <laughs> other uh, st- make us st- more social statements and stuff like
1: that. And I, I don't know. Yep. That's, that's the same. And that's, that's, Similar with uh, some westerns, right,
0: right. So western and science fiction, I, and maybe maybe horror movies. Horror movies do that too. But if it was, it was kind of subtle, and I don't, I couldn't quite tell you the uh, socio uh, uh race uh, uh, ramifications of everything here and the symbolism. But uh, the 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 zombies um, were. There wasn't a lot of makeup. Basically it was uh you know, they died and they they were reanimated because a uh, a satellite came back from Venus or something and had a bunch of had a bunch of radiation and it brings back the dead and then they want to eat humans for some reason they need to eat human flesh. Um they don't go into that too much, but uh
1: that, that's a long line of yeah, horror and sci-fi where they they use basically atomic things. Yeah. Especially in the the 50s. Cause of horrible things.
0: So, I mean, I think it was, it was good to see just in a kind of historical context as far as, I mean, when you see these other things, it it seems really dated in that, but, uh, and the female characters were a little annoying, but um, not, not very well developed, I guess you'd say. So it, it, in some ways, it probably doesn't hold up. But, uh, you know, I I think it's probably worth watching if somebody's into, uh, if somebody's in, definitely into zombie movies and zombie shows or The Walking Dead. If or you're something.
1: not tired of them. What? <laughs> if you're not, uh, tired of them. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not
0: completely exhausted by it. Or even, even if you want to see where this kind of thing started from. Because I, maybe there were other movies, but this, this was, uh, I think it's one of the earliest ones I know of, but oh, anyway, so I, I I, I, I think I would, it was, it was interesting what they did with the main character. Um, I won't go into it. Spoiler alerts or something, but, uh, I, I, I thought, I thought that was, that was pretty ahead of its time. I think having the main character be African American and be the, the strong, the strong person in the, in the movie um but anyway so there i watched the movie no, too. no that's
1: great you you got a classic fine off your list
0: <laughs> not the same kind of classics as you know
1: it's a classic horror movie i guess you'd say yeah it, it really is so speaking of uh i'll throw one more more out there that i i think i wrote about it too, another movie but, yeah um, it's called uh Cheyenne autumn.
0: Oh, it's just a Western. I'm guessing.
1: Yes. It's a Western.
0: It should be Rio, Rio Cheyenne or something. No.
1: Yeah. It's, um, 1964. Maybe the same year. I don't know. John, John Ford made it. Oh. I think it was one of his last films. And it, it's a really, it's not a great movie. I, I don't think it's that good. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Um, it's, it's kind of a big budget, badly done liberal message movie. Wow, oh. I I think and and Ford was odd about that stuff because he 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 was pretty conservative in a lot of ways, but he also, as far as uh, Native Americans go, he he was very sensitive about that because he got to know so many of them. Sure. And so I think he he really wanted to make a film that was sympathetic oh okay, toward the plight of Native Americans in the nineteenth century,
0: yeah, they get kind of syrupy and or something
1: well it's it's actually not it it the the problem is is it 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 still has that fundamental flaw where the The white saving characters oh. are are explaining how badly the American Indians are being treated. Okay, the white savior. It, it's oh, it's oh, it's definitely that, and and that wouldn't be so bad because I it this is I mean, sixty four and it's from a guy who probably should have retired. <laughs> so it's not exactly going to be super progressive. An old white guy. It, yeah, literally an old white guy doing it, and. <laughs> so you can only expect so much but the problem really comes for me is that the native american characters are just such hollow uninteresting characters they don't they i mean they're they have a lot of screen time yeah (laughs) but they're just but they're really stiff and they just kind of sit there and suffer and nah. they, they have a little bit of a storyline and mostly they just, it's about these this, this tribe that was forced to move around. To, they decided to leave the reservation and go back to their homeland and things like that. And so there's a lot of them looking miserable and walking around on horses and stuff. And they don't really get to be characters
0: though. Oh, no, they're just scenery. So
1: it, It's hard to really feel a lot of, uh empathy for them because they're 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 not really humanized oh that's too bad And it's not intentional i I think no because the, the the script has lots and lots of exposition talking about how bad badly they've been treated and i think at the time that was considered pretty progressive where where the main cavalry officer is really trying to do the right thing and things like that but it's just so so stiff and the characters are not very interesting i mean the the, one of the things that just cracks me up is that in the credit sequence you know they go through the the cast and one of the big starring title cards says and edward g robinson as the secretary of the interior oh boy (laughs) it's just like like, what (laughs) i mean i think the guy the character had a name but (laughs) just like one of the one of the big big standouts is gonna be the secretary of the, the interior. secretary of the interior <laughs> oh my god who shows up near the end of the movie mostly and kind of resolves things <laughs> huh. but it was edward j robinson edward j robinson yeah yeah the the famous guy from gangster movies sure yeah. okay <laughs> and and he's fine i guess
0: but <laughs> oh he probably wasn't given a lot to do either
1: oh <sighs> anyway it, it, it's an interesting movie it, it's it's it was, you know, as usual, a shot in Monument Valley uh, down in the southwest, which is an amazingly beautiful place. Yeah. And the cinematography is 70 millimeter Ooh. color. looks fantastic. Kind
0: of wasted on this. The sea, it, it, It's, is it's
1: it... kind of, in fact, I think this movie would have been better if they'd done it kind of low budget. Yeah. Without having a bunch of named actors in it and yeah. things like that. Oh, speaking of actors, of course, the, the American Indian characters that the main ones are all played by non-native americans oh on top of it
0: yeah
1: i mean there was a lot of them in in a smaller parts yeah but the main speaking roles are played by other people sir (laughs) alice guinness including ricardo montalban oh yeah plays one of the one of the the rival chiefs (laughs) what was he spanish or was mexican was he mexican
0: fine mexican american he
1: was born there at least
0: i i could i
1: and sure. another, another Mexican actor. And then there's uh, uh, Dolores Del Rio, I think, w- is in it. She plays one of them. Although she actually plays a, a Mexican character. Oh. So at least there's that. <laughs> and then there's um, one of the other guys in the tribe is played by Sal Mineo. You remember him?
0: No. I don't know the he's, name.
1: He, he's most famous for um, Rebel Without a Cause. I haven't seen that. He played the... Okay. Well, he played the really young character besides James Dean okay but yeah he's he's basically Italian
0: yeah Italian (laughs) Mexican you know
1: so at least they didn't have any oh oh oh, and the the, I boy just there's some it it was just stacked with named actors which again interesting didn't really do the film any favors one of the other characters is this German army officer played by Carl Malden oh okay with a really bad accent oh
0: no Carl (laughs) He should know better. He,
1: he has a, he has a scene where he gets drunk and throws stuff around, and
2: oh, he should know better. It,
1: it, it's you know, and he he's like holding the tribe's women and children or something like that, and he's gonna make them march in the snow and freeze to death and stuff. And it's a it's it's such an over the top Nazi Germany concentration camp kind of thing. Yeah, it, that, that's what the whole movie though is just just bludgeoning. <laughs> Like, this is a really important message, and, and there's voiceover stuff, and it's just like, oh, oh yeah. And it's also like a, a, fa- a fancy roadshow two-and-a-half, three-hour movie, too. Oh, my God. So, really interesting, but an interesting failure. <laughs>
0: they should have made an hour-and-a-half version called Cheyenne Crick.
1: That, I would have much rather watched maybe, that,
0: maybe that'll be our <laughs> Western.
1: Oh, oh and the, I'm... It's such a big movie. I keep forgetting things, big things about it. There's an entire sequence in the middle that seems just inserted. <laughs> it probably was. Um, and it, apparently, it was removed after you know after a while, just to save time. And I, I think it's such a, 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 a such a section that has no bearing with the rest of the film. So, basically, weird. in the middle of it, they cut, they cut to the town of Dodge City. It's
0: a dream sequence.
1: <laughs> you know, it might, have... might as well have been a dream sequence, because <laughs> none of the characters are in the rest of the movie. I like
0: Don Sequiturs, but that seems really weird. And
1: <laughs> it basically is this, this half-comedy sequence. What? Where J- J- Jimmy Stewart plays Wyatt <laughs> Earp. What the hell?
2: Jimmy and
1: Stewart
0: in it, too?
1: Yeah, 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 he only for this one sequence, and it's it's mostly played for jokes.
0: What? Why is that and even it, in there? And
1: it kind of ends, and it it can so not be in the rest of the film, you wouldn't even notice.
0: Odd. Maybe that should have been its own movie.
1: It It's almost, yeah, it, it's like the length of a TV episode.
0: Maybe somebody thought this, gosh, this is... <laughs> Pendantic, or whatever the word is, and they oh we need some comedy.
1: Hey, Jim, well that that was always Jim, John Ford's thing. Jimmy Stewart's is he available. To put in these, he put in these sidekick or slapsticky characters, and yeah, comic relief. There was always a little bit of that, or there was it. Usually, some Irish character would be <laughs> scene stealer for a couple of parts. Who can't of the live
0: without drinking? Well, no, no, no. fine,
1: but. Yeah, in and, and and of course Doc Doc Holiday is in it, but he doesn't actually so so in in the in the Jimmy Stewart episode. It's like This it's guy like gets a, shot.
0: A three-part TV series.
1: Yeah, it, it is <laughs> I think the review is going to be longer than the film, but <laughs> This this guy gets shot. <laughs> by by Jimmy Stewart. Actually, he kind of shoots him under the table like on oh, uh, solo oh. shooting. It's kind of it's kind of a, a that kind of thing. They I wonder if George yeah, Lucas He stole that it. And, and then
0: and then they could have re-edited it so the other guy shot him first.
1: Yeah, see, I think the the cowboy shot first actually. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he but he, he shoots him like in the foot. <laughs> and so and of course in this in this particular universe, Wyatt Earp is is a skilled medic. <laughs> So he he they put him up on the bar and you know he's bleeding and all that stuff and Stuart you know, bandages him up and like does surgery on him. But of course, you know, he 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 knocks him out and like pours half a bottle of whiskey on the wound. Oh. Yeah. Antiseptic. It's just just goofy.
0: What the hell?
1: So All right. Anyway, that's Cheyenne Autumn. <laughs>
0: Cheyenne Autumn. I thought you said che- I, got, I, I. I'm into a lot of a lot of westerns. Not all of them, but they have like Rio in their rivers. So I thought it, in my yeah. head you said Cheyenne Rivers, which that could be a porn name. I don't know, but uh, anyway, so <laughs> fine. No, no, it wouldn't be a good autumn. one. Yeah, it's... Cheyenne Autumn's autumn or Autumn's. Well. So, another thing that happened a long time ago, we, uh, the first, uh, we don't, I know, we don't talk about politics on here, but uh, the first uh, presidential debate. I always say that, though. Well, the first presidential debate was a while ago now. Um, by the time this episode is edited, it might be, the election may be over, but, um, so it was the first uh, presidential debate, and it was, I I wasn't going to watch it because I'm kind of... I, I didn't think anything good would come of it, and even I was surprised. Oh, there! Sorry. <laughs> oh,
1: I, <laughs> I got I got an injured cowboy here. I gotta <laughs> pour some antiseptic on.
0: John is also a medic. Um, sure, why not? But uh, I for for some reason the the next day and probably even during the night while I was trying to sleep or sleeping. Yeah, I was sleeping. Uh, After the first presidential debate, uh, between Joe Biden and um, Donald Trump, whoever, somebody from Austria might listen to this in 100 years, and they won't even, whatever. This is 2020. So uh, it was...
1: uh, Well, this episode is going to be put on a, recorded on a record and put on a slow boat Full of whiskey. Oh no! And sent to Europe. Let's
0: put it on a laser disc and send it into a satellite. that will come back and release radiation and and get a, give us all uh, the heebie-jeebies. So no, but in my hit, for some reason, animals. I haven't listened to the uh, uh, the Pink Floyd album, Animals. I haven't listened to that for a while. I mean, it made a, it's it's made an in- indelible, if that's the right word, impression on me. Of course, but uh, that came that kept coming in into my mind after that debate. And uh, so I, I thought, well, I got to re-listen to that. And I also posted on, I meant to post it on the time to lean Facebook page. Hey, everybody go to the Facebook page and like time to lean. And here's a song. Uh, okay. But, uh,
1: and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts yes, and
0: and leave a review
1: Oh dear Lord! People are afraid to leave reviews.
0: Yeah, it might come back and haunt them. Why well, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Okay,
1: okay, back back to Pink Floyd. Yes,
0: the animals that kept coming to my head. So I I posted it on on my my Facebook page and got some good comments and we can check those out. But uh, I guess it was just the predatory or <laughs> or something feel of the of the debate. I don't know, but. Uh,
1: did you kind of hear some barking <laughs> put through a vocoder or something? Or Well, okay. So, but
0: that got me thinking. So I, I would, uh, I, so I did re listen to it. And, uh, I think, I think maybe you re listened to it as well. But I did. It was, uh, I, I've always liked Pigs on the Wing, one and two. Um, and they're kind of the bookends on the album and they're th- kind of the optimistic parts, I guess. And we want some of that nowadays, but.
1: Okay. Well, I can give you my very brief yeah thing on it and then maybe you can dig out the comments yeah, and circle back to whatever you sure. got. Yeah. It, it's always been one of my favorite of the, the Floyd albums. Um,
0: I guess it's their 10th studio album.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm not afraid to admit that I generally reach for the later ones like that, as opposed to the really early Sid Barrett-like stuff.
0: Oh, no. And I know that stuff's, quote, better and all that. Well, no, it's just, it it is so different. I wouldn't say it's better.
1: That's true. And maybe they're just two different bands in a way.
2: They, They are.
1: So that that's kind of the I love the sit It's like sit saying like stuff. you know I really if I have to pick something I would rather listen to rumors than whatever that early bluesy first Fleetwood Mac album is. <laughs> yeah. That's more that's more cool. No, no I no so I Sorry, you know I get it. I get it. Sometimes you just want the pop. People kind of put but, people kind
0: of put Pink Floyd into early and later, but in a way, Animals is in the middle for me. But whatever.
1: And and really, for me, I I think it takes the the Roger Waters esque concept prog rock thing, and, and it's distilled into what a forty minute album.
0: It's not very Something long, like 43.
1: Yeah, I, I really... I, I appreciate the fact that it's fairly disciplined.
0: Yeah, it's not a it, double it's, it's album. It's kind of like
1: that last point before you veer off and in, into the excesses of the wall.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, and there's other stuff.
1: It, and, and Yeah, and of course there's other... <laughs> as You as used to call them, masturbating in the studio. <laughs> and and you know, that that has its... Oh no, I but I I think as far as which one I like to come back to, that's probably it. Maybe "Wish You Were Here." Right, that's one I could use another refresher on. But those two are probably you know it's not a (laughs) unpopular opinion to say that that's the peak.
0: No, I like Dark Side of the Moon Uh, too, but but I think I think Wish You Were Here. Yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. I
1: I like too, but you know, I think I actually think Animals is a little better. Yeah, Yeah, it takes the takes everything just far enough. Yeah. Although I they were a little bit too fond of the the vocoder sample animal sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's this droning synth chords in the background and like Ooh. okay, let's get 2 minutes of oinks or Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I know it sounded really cool in the 70s. I I, really I still did.
0: love it, but I know what you're saying.
1: <laughs> and if you're if you're stoned it's probably Oh, quite sure, stoned. sure. <laughs> which I never did.
0: Although the first but yeah. The first time I listened to it I um so I borrowed the album from a girlfriend's older brother and uh who had like a bunch of LPs in there was this one room just filled with LPs on the floor which was kind of weird. So I th- I saw Animals and I don't know I I can't quite I I may have watched the wall. I may have been into the wall at that point. And I said, hey, can I borrow this? And I, uh, they begrudgingly said, okay. But, um, I, um, I remember the first time I listened to it was, uh, I skipped Sunday school and, uh, so I, I was alone in the house, which was not typical. And I put that LP on and, uh, this wasn't, I don't know, it must've been in the morning and, uh. It uh, I would argue it was somewhat of a religious experience. Um, so I, pro- I'm, I probably got more out of listening to animals than I would have if I would have went to
1: Sunday school. But well, many people don't have religious experiences at all.
0: Oh, I think everybody must have some. Uh, they might not call it that—an epiphany or something like that. But this was like a sustained sort of, mm-hmm. and and and. I, I, get, I think I felt a little guilty for skipping Sunday school so some of the lyrics are like you know they're religious kind of the lord is my shepherd and kind of gets into that kind of thing and I would, you know you're kind of like oh this is satanic or what you know but uh, as a kid I guess I was not a really young kid but but it was I, I just I just was blown away by it and I guess, I guess it was uh it you know without being stoned or uh, on any kind of hallucinogens it it kind of took on that element i think i don't have a large ex- a huge experience with hallucinogens but it kind of took that uh, that element not in. huge but large <laughs> huge <laughs> terrific i had a terrific i had a great talk
1: about your your extensive experiences with hallucinogens i <laughs> i've never
0: tried that but I think I th- I don't think you need to have be on anything to get into an altered state with some albums. And this is probably one of them. But I, I think it was even recorded in a church. I don't know. I think they, I think they lost their. Something happened, and they bought like church or a row of churches or something, and turned it into a studio. I, I th- th- they were getting into their excess. Uh, here. This is also the first album where uh, Wright didn't get any writing credit, even though he has some excellent synth stuff going on in there. But mm-hmm. uh, Roger Waters had a thing against him, I don't know. But that's where that kind of started.
1: He, he also plays that really cool little keyboard riff at the beginning of... Uh, is it Sheep, I think? Yeah. Well, I yeah, I, I'm, I don't know.
0: But of course,
1: yeah. That that I I remember really liking that, and the the instrumental stuff on it is really well done. There's some, of course, fantastic Gilmore guitar playing. Oh yeah, like on dogs. That's and, that's and some singing on some...
0: dogs. I mean, that's like yeah, yeah. That, that's or a great
1: something. one. Um, <laughs> same unremarkable bass playing <laughs> that Roger Waters did, but there's a reason he hired other people when he did his solo album. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, money was good.
1: That that's a great baseline. Or did he hire somebody is. for that? You got to wonder if 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 they, had, they brought a ring around for some of those things.
0: I don't Which is know. Fine. No, I've seen him play it on a documentary, so maybe he learned it later. But okay.
1: So <laughs> Car- Carol Carol K from the wrecking crew did it. <laughs> I, yeah. They were all
0: shipped over to this old church. And, and again, as a political thing. So this, the animals and this animal farm kind of uh, thing going you, on.
1: You you feel like they're, they're mostly commenting on English politics and society. Sure. Right? Yeah. But
0: yeah. some of those things may be timeless. So maybe that gets into what we're experiencing right now. And I was trying to figure out what, which animal uh, Donald Trump would be. I, I mm-hmm. guess a pig. But I, I mean, he's not a dog because the dogs were more the police for force for the pigs, right?
1: Well, you know what I—I I also from the lyrics, it sure what reminded me. What what the dog song reminded me of was kind of like Wolf of Wall Street kind of stuff. Yeah. The, the sharks or the, you know, the yeah, we have different the, words, the, <laughs> different animal. Yeah. Analogies. Well, wh- whatever metaphor you want to use <laughs> and that they were the, they were the capitalists. Right. Well, but, but you could also say that's pigs.
0: Right. And I, and I, uh, and then there's three different pigs. So I was trying to figure that out.
1: That's right. That's in the title. I was yeah. trying to figure that yeah, out. You, you know, this album way better than I do though. Well, so there's probably more subtext. So,
0: but I'm, I, I've listened to this album, I don't know how many times, a hundred times I had it on. I had it and dark side of the moon on just on repeat in my little yellow VW bug. So, cause the old tape recorders would just keep going over and over again. And you know, you'd stop the car and wherever it would start, would you'd be on that part of the album. But, uh, the next day
1: K- kids really miss out on that. I think <laughs> I, I, there must've, but, but Phil, did you uh, have it on eight track? No, uh, Cause no, supposedly the eight track version has some difference.
0: No, and I, <laughs> one of our comments t- gets into that from Shan, but
1: oh, yeah, maybe that's a good segue.
0: Well, but I'm trying to figure out the three different pigs, right? So there's the well healed pig, mm-hmm. there's this bus stop rag bag, I don't know what that means, and then White House, which I don't think refers to our White House, I think it's a name.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right about that. I was mistaken.
0: Well, well, I don't know, but uh, I think, and then, and then, just on uh, a tangent, the misheard lyrics. Um, I always thought the buggers to blame was brothers to blame, but whatever.
1: Oh, I always heard that as brothers. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it means. Buggers. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> The the line which of the brothers to blame?
0: I think it is. I think the line is actually buggers. I think the lyric is, but whatever. Is it yeah. okay?
1: No,
2: see,
0: you misheard it too. I don't okay. So we but heard it from either American way. News. I don't know.
1: I don't know what it's <laughs> supposed to be referencing. Well,
0: though. right. And and then I I think the other I think the other line that okay I think the main line that stood out to me the most to tie into this debate thing was. You have to be trusted by the people that you lie to. Yeah, that's a good line. That's some good lines.
1: And that's from Dogs. Sure.
0: And I, it, it kind of makes me want to read Animal Farms again. I haven't read that for many years. But uh, I, think, I think sheep also may have a, just for Sean C., there, there might be some Dr. Hooth Huth synths in there. I don't know. That's hard to say after a couple drinks. So the comments were... so Put it to a beat. Okay, so Shan... <laughs> so Shan said, uh, from Minneapolis, said, uh, PFs, I think that stands for Pink Floyd, uh, most underrated late period album. I find myself listening to Animals more than any other PF album. It's a strong LP all the way around. Also, the 8-track version has a longer version of Pigs on the Wing Part Two with a guitar solo, Outro, by Snowy White.
1: I did read that on the always reliable Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> well, David Gilmore had a kid and wasn't quite as into it things. Well boy, he did some great stuff on dogs. So, Troy Z who was in a punk band in the uh or did I maybe I don't know, various punk kind of things in Rapid City back in the 80s. This is his favorite uh, Pink Floyd album. He said PF too. Right? Is that, maybe that's a, a internationally known.
1: PF Chang. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Troy, Troy also makes his own uh, on Facebook. He makes his own. Uh,
1: Chinese food?
0: Yeah, he makes some really cool stuff, at least from the pictures. Anyway, so it's his favorite it, album.
1: The, the album is a dim sum of psychedelic grooves.
0: <laughs> this episode is a little dim. I'm a little. I I,
1: I, I, I I need a, a quote. I'm for, a little for, dim for the back of the cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: He's listened to it hundreds hundreds of times, every note in memory, and then Corey S from Brookings says this is a longer one. But uh, who are these people? They're, they're just people. they're people who need people he says uh,
1: up with people
0: well i certainly see the parallels with the herd of sheep that blindingly follow follows their leader in the current political climate i've seen so many memes from both right and left accusing the other of being sheep sheep was originally titled raving and drooling definitely descriptive of trump's debate performance The general decay of society that is the focus of the story of the album is also quite timely. We are in a strange space morally. It is almost unrecognizable from just a few years ago, short years ago. I listened to it again today while I was grading discussions posts for an online class. He's a teacher, a professor maybe even. I had forgotten how amazingly amazing Gilmore's solos during Dogs were. And I think pigs on the wing gives us a, that glimmer of hope that after all of the anger and turmoil, things will turn out all right, and maybe after wow. this election, yeah, that was a good comment and uh maybe after this election there will I don't know we'll have some pigs on the wing going over there when pigs fly
1: decay of society, and then they the album cover is a picture of an abandoned power station. <laughs>
0: And they have these, that the floating pig. Well, so pigs on the wing, I don't know if that means this, or, or if when pigs fly. I, I always wondered if that was kind of an irony thing, and I don't know if the, mm-hmm. I don't know if the sayings translate.
1: Or they're, they're on the wing, they're coming for you.
0: Oh. That's not optimistic. I don't know. No.
1: Although, again, you get shelter from pigs on the wing, <sighs> is the last line of the album.
0: What the hell?
1: See, you know, right? it, it,
0: it, You know, for all the crap we can give Roger Waters, and, but his lyrics, I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't even pay 50 bucks to go see his concert.
0: In hindsight, that was pretty dumb.
1: Well, so then
0: I got on uh, a tangent. It, 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 what?
1: Yeah. No, I, I was just about to say, I think it was canceled anyway, so...
0: Yeah, I don't think that one. He happened. wasn't canceled. The concert was <laughs> cancel culture. A while back, somebody told me that uh, uh, women women didn't like Pink Floyd, and uh, it was uh, you know just for young men and, and and the wall. Yeah, maybe, but so I I posted I posted a different thing about hey women fans of Pink Floyd, what are your uh,
1: Oh, that's right because you were you you it looked like you were trying to get a date.
0: <laughs> hey, women of big women who like Pink Floyd, I'd like to, I'd like to connect.
1: I it, it, you, you know, I could see that written on a men's room <laughs> wall. Well, actually that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Where would you write it?
0: No. I on my wall. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's see. Oh, so I'll go through some of these. Christine L.A. from Brookings. She's uh, South Dakota. She's been on. We've had her comments before. Will there be equal representation for those who don't like them? No, there won't be, Christine. Sorry. But I did mention your comment. Sherry A. from Minneapolis says, I've always liked them in the right doses at the right times. I like the deep, dark vocals, the melodies. You can feel the heart, however aching, however aching, in the sound. Wish you were here, comfortably numb, shine on, hey you. Connie C., who's uh, married to Sean C., St. Paul MN. That's not the only reason I know her. but Division Bell is one of my favorites. I enjoy the raw expression of the anger and trauma in the wall. And the desperate need for escape from reality and dark side of the moon, of course, Division Bell just exudes resignation and grudging acceptance of the only choice we have, is to pass that li- path that lies ahead, and it's comforting in its tragic familiarity. We're getting what, some crazy comments here.
1: Wow, that's that's that's, that's a lot. That's, we're getting some really deep stuff. Yeah, that that that's an album I really don't remember. I mean, I think I listen to it when it came out i i that, that that was one of the gilmore yeah, only ones right.
0: well and uh an army of of um assistants but um as far as the 50 clowns the writing no. <laughs> as far as the writing goes but um yeah no i i think i think from that time period momentary momentary lapse of reason probably would be my my favorite and see that i kind of think of that as, mm-hmm. as that as the late period of pink floyd but whatever i'm not an expert kim m says from lincoln nebraska i first really listened to them my senior year of high school first the wall like many things about it but not an album i can really enjoy start to finish though comfortably numb is one of my all-time faves this was also the year momentary lapse of reason hit I pretty much love everything on it The summer before I went to college I first heard Dark Side of the Moon Love it Sometime soon after that Heard Wish You Were Here Love that too And uh, she also loves Echoes Part 1 Live from Pompeii So there There are There are women That uh, listen to Pink Floyd And enjoy them So whoever said that Back whenever when I don't even remember who you were you're wrong uh, but i think they probably more like david gilmore than Roger waters but i don't know <laughs> who's your favorite roger white right
1: rod roger white
0: yeah <laughs> what was that? i don't even know his first name
1: oh no i
0: don't yeah well, that roger uh,
1: i suppose Wa- water rogers yeah <laughs> yeah you know for for the 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 songwriting sure yeah, I I think I have to come down on that side. I
0: I've enjoyed
1: despite despite the fact that I think the musical qualities that Gilmore brought to the band were very strong. Oh yeah,
0: no it it, it but, I think it was better yeah. with that balance. But because if you listen to their solo albums, I I enjoyed David Gilmore's solo album, solo albums and but I probably have enjoyed Roger Waters solo albums more.
1: Yeah, and as usual they. They probably needed each other's uh counterbalancing influences. Yeah. Like you know, not 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 that everything has to come down to a Lennon McCartney <laughs> dynamic, but right. there's a little bit of that there.
0: Definitely. And, you know, Roger Waters kind of took over.
1: Fine. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And some of some of his stuff I have not heard in a long time.
0: I listened to pros and cons of Hitchhiking a lot back in the day.
1: Yeah, I used to. One thing I really used to like about that album is all the. I think it's the Eric Clapton guitar playing.
0: Oh yeah, it's good stuff.
1: It it's it's kind of like he he just said, "Well, fuck you, David Gilmore." gonna hired <laughs> Eric Clapton to play. Yeah,
0: he definitely did. <laughs> that was definitely
1: <laughs> and you know, whatever the reason was, you know, he he's still great.
0: <laughs> old slow hand. Yeah, I. Well, Radio Chaos was fun. What uh, uh, amused to death was uh, Odd. Um, Amused
1: to Death has <laughs> it has this moment. I used to listen to that one a lot because it's kind of an audiophile favorite. <laughs> but that's what he that got you into, with a, all these sounds. Yeah, you can you can get on a big stereo <laughs> and it had this weird pseudo surround um delay thing built into the mix that if you listened right, you could hear stuff behind you and things like that. Oh yeah. It it sounded really cool and and he he hired some of the best people to play on it. He had, I mean, he had the jazz bassist John Pettitucci, who who's still great. Ooh, and there's a lot of and, and I think uh, Jeff Beck plays guitar on it.
0: Okay. Oh, correctly. that sounds familiar. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really uh, from a studio musician quality level. It's like Steely Dan like. <laughs> You know, in that level, there, yeah, there's there's some great stuff on it, but s- some of it is pretty stupid too.
0: <laughs> Yellow Rose,
1: <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that song, I, I, I it comes up, I, I just skip <laughs> it. But th- there, there, are some cool songs on it. Um, oh yeah, but it, it's so indulgent. Yeah,
0: to... <laughs> no, I know, but
1: I, I just, yeah, I, but I, and I listen to it a lot, and most of the time these days, if it comes up in rotation, I, I don't revisited.
0: I haven't listened to it for a long time. Yeah. I don't feel the need to go back to that. Whereas animals, I for some for whatever reason
1: I, It seems to be much more evergreen I was, than I was most of the other things. Drawn
0: are. back to it. Fine. Yeah. Well, speaking of evergreens, we're in the autumn of of the season and they're the only thing that it's green. They have greens, the plants. Oh,
1: my my trees still have leaves on them.
0: You know, they're not green, though, some, are they? Some
1: do. No, they're not green. Well,
0: with this heavy snow, that was... Uh, we have our maple. We have a maple. Um, I don't know what kind it is, but it, uh, it really holds on to the leaves until the bitter end, and uh, with all that snow hanging on there. And parts of this tree are kind of dead. So I was like... Yeah, we're gonna have some branches yeah. fall down, but I don't know. The it's still still hanging on. <laughs> I never cleaned my gutters before this storm. Did you? Oh, no, I didn't either. Oh, it's terrible. Sad. I got to get those gu- I, gutters cleaned. We
1: might, maybe we'll have another. It warms up and things melt, and we'll have another shot at clean cleanup.
0: Right, and we'll report back I, to everyone. I hope so. We'll report back to everyone with our gutter cleaning news. Yes,
1: I okay. <laughs> In our next episode, I'm going to report how many bags of leaves I have put out at the curb. <laughs> that's important.
0: Well, what's the current total? You might have a new total after you clean the gutters. I think if, I, if I count them
1: all up, I put out 35. 30. Oh, my God. These are big bags. Over several weeks. These are big bags. Um, the most I put out at once is 20. That's
0: a lot so, of leaves, oh, man. That's a
1: lot of leaves, man. That's
0: a lot of leaves. Well, it's bad, sad yeah fine, all right, well, fine i guess the, I yeah. guess here's another one in the tin can
1: yeah you and and you did not watch the West wing get out the vote special No. right,
0: but there's all these there's all these uh <laughs> I'm just <kidding> you <laughs> but you did, but there's all these yeah I had to there's all these reunion specials for fu- democratic fundraisers, and one that just popped up today on my feed was uh, a happy days um reunion
1: oh i haven't heard about that one
0: and it got me thinking it's like who's going to play the part of chachi because scott Baio was not
1: he doesn't want to get no. out the vote so
0: i thought i thought it would be fun to have samuel jackson play the part of uh <laughs> of chachi <laughs> on the
1: uh i would love that i'd
0: pay to see that
1: yeah yeah i'd, I'd pay my.
0: yeah anyway
1: no the the west wing thing was very fun
0: all the surviving uh, members. How many are not surviving? All
1: well, only one is not with us any longer.
0: Yeah. Who's that?
1: The guy who played the chief of staff, um, name is John Spencer. Oh, sure, sure.
0: Yeah. Secretary um, of the Interior, who was
1: that? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> secretary. You know what of the one of the Republican guys who, who's endorsing Biden this time is named Tom Ridge. You remember Tom Ridge?
0: Oh, that sounds familiar. But
1: he was in one of the Bush administrations, I think.
0: Yeah, well, almost everybody from the Bush administration is.
1: <laughs> well, is anti-Trump? Not all of them. No. Okay. <laughs> but this this guy always think I, he, he should be the Secretary of the Interior. You know, Tom Ridge. He just sounds like.
0: <laughs> I think they need somebody named John Crick.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like Tom Ridge.
0: <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> he,
1: he he deals with the land, man. <laughs> Oh,
0: he can manage that.
1: I don't think I think he was FBI or something like that, but he should have been in charge of the cricks.
0: Well, maybe maybe can be in the next time.
1: Maybe, Yeah, maybe maybe he'll be Biden's or <laughs> or Secretary Trump's in the end time.
0: No, Trump doesn't like <laughs> to hire people that would actually help something.
1: No, no. <laughs> he'd have to go work for Exxon Mobil first or something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: Just make a statement. But hey, I hate the interior. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you're hired. You're a and the-
1: posterior.
0: <laughs> That's where we're at now.
1: We're at the secretary of the posterior. <laughs> well, my producer is giving me a, a time <laughs> signal here. so
0: Yeah, I, I need to have dinner or something.
1: And I've got a pee.
0: I do, too. We didn't really have a break. We didn't have a pee break.
1: No, we didn't take I a break. I had two
0: pee breaks on the... Andy R episode.
1: Well, that was a m- marathon.
0: <laughs> Fine.
1: Well, well, we'll see what happens the next time we record. The election might be over. Yeah, or maybe not.
0: Maybe not quite yet. It,
1: the the next time, when you hear this episode, I think it'll be over.
0: But but all the votes might not be counted yet.
1: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
0: Uh, Okay, good night. Good night. (laughs) Bye.
2: God. Here's the song! I am in charge of the creeks. It's not a great place to pick up chicks. And I'd like to go fishing, skip rocks, or go swimming. Here I am wishing for a pool that is brimming But I am in charge of the creeks I'm not in charge of a river A cold mountain stream can give you a shiver Regardless of the nip, perhaps as courtship You can wantonly strip and perhaps skinny dip but a creek's not the same as a river. I'm not in charge of a lake. All that boundless water makes my heart ache. Lake this and lake that, lake tit for lake tat, lake you, lake I, lake some old dead guy. But a creek doesn't have a name, to say. Here I am wishing for a pool that is brimming, but I am in charge.